It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we do a podcast now after the show is over and JJ has departed. Though I don't see Tom Izzo with the cameras. He's got more important things to do. I don't know what's more important than you and me, Al. He, oh, hi, Jerry. He did find it fascinating. Izzo ran a video of us doing the podcast yesterday. I'm, I guess he'll pull something from it maybe and put it on video later today. Yeah. But he did text me later on in the day and thought it was fascinating that you and I thought in order to find weed, we would go on a message board. I did. because. <laughs> of, but if he listened, yeah. it be because of the Adderall documentary that I watched. Right. That's how a lot of people found it. Right. And find it. Right. And uh, a college right. kids. Yeah. Find and there's Adderall. code words for the pills and for things you're yeah. trying to get. I didn't say I'd go on a message board and say, looking for weed. Anybody got a dealer? Right. You got to learn the lingo, I guess. I don't know. But lingo, yeah, like, I saw that in a documentary. I would go like this. I'd go on a message board and say, where can I get some Mary Jane? <laughs> lingo. Code words, Jerry. For pot. You're going to end up with a Tom Petty uh, album. That's true. Today we did a lot of talking on the actual radio program about changing flat tires. We did. That turned out to be a little segment in two or three, actually. I thought uh, people brought up a few good points. Number one, nowadays, like on Amazon, or you even got one, I think, in a drugstore like Walgreens. Yeah. You, you can get those pumps that fit into your cigarette lighter, and they pump up your tire. Mm-hmm. So if you have a slow leak. But it takes a long time. It does take a long time. But you can do it. You can do it. Yep. And uh, it's not good if you get your tire slashed. Like the one time that we, we talked about where it was a 4 o'clock in the morning and you got a flat tire and we pulled over and I stayed in the car. Yeah. That tire was slashed. Yes. that The side, the uh, sidewall of the tire was cut. There we was hit something nothing. in the road and it sliced it. Nothing so an air pump's do. not going to do that. No. Number two, you somewhat poo-pooed this, but I like this idea. Get a hydraulic jack for your I car. I poo because they're very expensive. Oh, and they, they are. take up a lot of space. Oh, that's, that's a why. fair point. I think it's a great idea. If you've got the space in your trunk, do it. I'm not going to spend, it's got to be probably 100 bucks, maybe more if you get a good one. Yeah. And then you need some space for it. Then the other one, this I never think to do. And I'm somebody who's obsessed with air pressure in my tires. Yeah. Like I think about it all the time. I check it. I never check my spare tire. Which you should do. The air in my spare. Because it's under the thing. It's right. under the, the, the whole control. You got to take your whole trunk apart. I would say once a month. Just take a look. And I don't like these cars now where they don't even give you a no. donut spare. No, now they, they give, give you a can of fix-a-flat. Yeah. Well, the one car I had. Fix-a-flat. I think I had a Chevy Cruze when I got a flat tire and I went to get the spare and there was no there was no spare. There was fix-a-flat and an air compressor. I'm like, what the hell do Enjoy. I do with this? Right. So I bought a spare. Yeah, because I wanted to have one in the car, so. But there probably wasn't even a spot for your spare. 
Uh, ironically enough, there was. Oh, there was. There was. Yeah, I mean, the, the space was still made for it, but they take it out, and that was, I believe it was for fuel efficiency to lighten the car. Oh, I see. But not for me. I don't like that. We also took a lot of phone calls today from older women. Four in a row. Four in a row. That, 80 plus. That didn't care for JJ's uh, shouting and hand movements that they saw on television. I just like that they called. Me too. I think that's kind of neat. And a couple of them, and in fact, one woman called. Her name is Barbara, 65 years old. She didn't want to go on the air. She just wanted to say that she listens to this podcast every day. Isn't that great? She said, oh, I don't like, I don't, I don't go on Twitter. I don't deal with that. I said, yeah, but you've, because she said something like, oh, I'm too old to go on Twitter. I said, hey, you figured out podcasts. That's pretty good. And you're not too old. You're 65. Right. She was the one, uh, the Rutgers fan. Oh. Uh, she was awesome. Oh, did I get her? No, I don't know. This other woman didn't knock. That was Carol. Oh, Carol, I'm sorry. This woman, Barbara, did not want to go on the air. Oh, so she didn't go on. I was just giving her a shout-out here because that's what she listens to. Barbara, thank you. We do appreciate it. That is the cool thing about, like, the regular radio. Mm -hmm. People will bump into you, accidentally find you, where these other things like podcasts, satellite radio, you generally, people don't bump into you. You You have to advertise yourself. Or somebody's already a fan. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things Opie and Anthony said early on when they went to, went from WNEW to XM at the time, right. was that the only people listening to them were their fans. Mm-hmm. So they didn't get these like older women who would stumble upon the show and be like, who the hell are these two idiots? Right. I'm going to call and yell at them. Right. You, you missed that part it's of appointment it. appointment entertainment, basically. Right. Which is hard to do. If you don't have a good fan base. Right. Very difficult. But you can advertise it. We should get billboards. Let's get some billboards. I would just like that guy Rob Sells New Jersey billboards that are all over New Jersey. What if he just put our logo on? That would be cool. <laughs> on his billboard. Only one on the turnpike. On the turnpike. That would be cool. And we were also thinking this about, if you're in New Jersey, there's no chance you don't see these billboards. Correct. They're all over the state. Rob Sells New Jersey. He's a Remax guy. Yes. I did think about this the other day because I'm fascinated by this because his billboards are everywhere, mm-hmm. like top to bottom, the entire state. It says Rob sells New Jersey. So I wouldn't go, would I go to him if I wanted to buy a house or he's just selling? He's selling houses. Yes, you would. He's still a listing agent. So I go to him to sell my house and to or buy, buy a house. Yes, you, you need a real estate agent. He's your guy. Here's the thing. He couldn't do Rob sells and buys New Jersey too much. Too much. Rob sells New Jersey. But now... If you need a real estate agent, that guy's face is in your, and that website is in your head. I have a Carissa. She's our real estate agent. She's awesome. I can't wait to see her. What are you doing? Where are the billboards? Where are the billboards? This Rob is dominating. Now we see a guy outside the Holland Tunnel. Took over over one of Rob's billboards. Well, I don't know that Rob had it, but Mm -hmm. he kind of, it was someone sells New Jersey. Now, wait a second. I thought Rob sold New Jersey. Right. Interesting. I'd pick, I don't know how I would compete with Rob if I was a, Oh, real estate guy? I'd be like, Al. Hmm. Like, what could I say that beats sells New Jersey? Al dominates New Jersey. Now, that would be good. Dot com. Yes. I, I like that. That's good. Speaking of Al and business. Dominate. I saw the, I don't need to go over where, if oh, you don't right. mind. But the coffee shop that I showed you that oh, was yes. for sale. Yes. I saw it. Okay. No good for you. Yeah. That's a tough, tough location. Bad location. It's not it's not great, and there's it, a Dunkin' Donuts very close to it. It was a uh, internally the inside looks beautiful. Yeah, the problem is getting people to stop yeah. and come in. That's the problem, right? And also, if you have a business, I've thought about this about businesses, small businesses. 
if you're on a road that has a barrier in the middle of the road where someone can't from the right lane yeah. turn left into it, yep. they got to go around a circle and U-turn, forget it. Mm-hmm. I'm not U-turning. You're that customer. Yeah. I'm not U-turning Unless, for anything. Well, hold on. There are, there are um, I, I would say if you're near a highway, yeah. like, the par- like a parkway entrance. Okay. Does If you're on one side of the highway, so say like there's a Dunkin' Donuts um, in Hazlitt near exit 117. All right. It's easy on, easy off, and you're right there. So in the morning, that place has got to be just littered with cars. Yeah for people on their way to work. And I think you expect to do 90% of your business between the hours of 4.30 in the morning and 10 a.m. The other thing that's tough to compete with for a coffee place is a drive-through. Yeah, you're right. Like because the, they're they're all over the place now. Dun- right. Every Dunkin' Donuts, almost every Dunkin' Donuts, now has a drive-through. People don't get out. Right. Very they're difficult to compete lazy. with that. Starbucks, too, has added... Uh, and Tim Hortons has added some drive-throughs. Tim Horton. Tim Horton. I don't. I don't think I've ever had Tim Hortons. Me call. neither. There's one between my town and your town. There's the Tim Hortons. Yes. Yes. I've seen it. I've been there. I just never had the. Never coffee. been in there. Same here, Jerry. Jerry, a new study has found that two and a half hours of free time a day is ideal. What about nine, like you have? <laughs> <laughs> that, the, the, that seems excessive to this study. Does it really? <laughs> what time are you going to be home today, Al? Today? Yeah. Uh, like 11... Uh, 11.30? 11.30. What time are you going to be asleep by? Uh, like what time will you go into your bed? Uh, 6.30. No, you won't. I'll be in front of the couch. I'll I be on the couch. Oh, into my bed? That's part of your free time. What time will you go into bed? 8 o'clock. How many hours is that, Al? Eight and a half hours, nine <laughs> hours. <laughs> I'm living my best life, Jerry. Now, in fairness, yes. I don't have these days often. Right. I have a day like that today. You have nine hours free? I have more than that. When I get out of here, to me, see, I look at it this way. Soon as I walk out that door right. to exit the radio station, I'm starting my new day. Really? So if I walk out of here at 1030, which is earlier than normal because I hosted the show this morning, right. and you'll be walking out at 1032, which would make it nine and a half for you. <laughs> um, if I walk out of here at 1030... Yes. I'm probably up till eight thirty or nine. Okay, I will have a I will have ten hours of free time. Wow, no baseball practice. Rutgers has a midweek bye. Nothing until the weekend. Cowboys are over. Yeah, I'm no basketball. Well, my son does have basketball practice, but that's whatever. I drop him off. Not a big right. deal. I have nothing today. That's cool. This study says Jerry having too little free time is linked to lower levels of life satisfaction. I agree with that. So I must be loving life. Which is why you're going on 50 and you act like a 20-year-old. Right. I have nine hours of free time Some a day. Some people have two and a half hours a day. That's what they strive for. Right. You have nine hours nine. a day. I'm going to go home. I'm going to eat turkey sandwich. On the weekends, you have 17 hours a day. <laughs> I might go to the gym. If you so choose. I'll probably play the piano for a little bit. Boy, you are living the dream, my I'll man. go on Twitter. That sort of and thing, that's a day. And then there's a day. Where does the time go? <laughs> How about this is a weird situation? I don't see you or I doing this if we were in such situations. Okay. More married couples are living with roommates to save on housing costs. Yeah, no, I would not be doing that. Married couples bringing in a third person into their homes. In the homes, or are they creating an apartment in their homes? No. I've seen that, where they it, rent out a room says with married, a separate entrance. Married couples are more likely to take on roommates. No, I'm no, sorry. I have two roommates. They're called my sons. 
I'm not bringing in strangers yeah. for $600 a month. Sorry. When uh, a, a number of years ago, when Craig Carton was uh, buying his house in New Jersey, yeah, it had uh, you know more rooms than than he needed, right? And he also was living in New York City at the same time. In an apartment, right. Yeah, an apartment. So he was only going to New Jersey on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And not every weekend because his kid had his kids had uh sports. sports and things. So he once pitched to me, he goes, Would you live in the house during the week? Or no, like I move I sell my condo mm-hmm. in Basking Ridge, move into his house to keep an eye on it during the week. I got to tell you, I what seriously a great idea. considered it. You didn't do that? No, it's too much. You know why? It was too much chaos, I thought, for the weekend, and I, and I wouldn't feel comfortable. Was this before Gina? Because then it would have been perfect. Uh, yeah, Friday so probably it was right before Gina. Lake? Oh, no, it was before I oh, met Gina. Because yeah. that would have worked out that beautifully. That would have worked out great. And then you just show back up on Monday morning. With this big mansion? Yes. That would have been cool. But I would have to be there, like, if the cable guy needed to come over. Well, you... I think we just established you've got plenty of free time. <laughs> I don't know where I'm finding the time for that, Jerry. Boy, that would have been some deal. So you would not take in a roommate, though, at your home? No, I would not. Me neither. No chance. I know people do do that in, in like, hippie areas. I would not do that. I bet it happens in Brooklyn. I would not do that. People getting roommates in Brooklyn. I could see you as a, a roommate person. No for way. 30 seconds. <laughs> right. That would not work well no, for No, I me. know it wouldn't. Here's a very bizarre story, Jerry. See bizarre you, story. See if you follow me. Listening. This is going on in France. Hundreds of novelty telephones in the shape of Garfield the cat. Okay. You know, the cartoon Garfield. I know who Garfield is. Hundreds of phones. You know, back in the 1980s, phones in kids' bedrooms, they looked, you know, there was the Sports Illustrated. Right, you had a Cowboys it was phone. A helmet. There was a Sports Illustrated uh, football phone. Yeah, 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 I had that too. Well, there were Garfield phones. Okay. In France, currently, hundreds of Garfield phones keep washing up along a 15-mile stretch of beach every single year. Why? It says how these phones ended up in the seas of Brittany remain a mystery, but it's thought that the phones may have fallen from a container ship in the Bay of Brest on their way to Europe in the 1980s. Last year alone, 200 Garfield phones were picked up off the beaches. How weird. Yeah, very strange. And I have pictures of this, Jerry. I'm going to show you. I'll come over. Alrighty. These Garfield phones washing up on shore. Creepy. Very creepy. They look like dead cats. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder what do you think do you think they still work? No, they look very no, they do not look like they work. All right. The eyes on the Garfield cat would open and close. That does not work. Got it. So that's out. It says, I cannot imagine that these phones could ever be completely destroyed given their state of conservation after more than thirty years in the water. <laughs> they still look great. Salt water too, probably, right? Yeah. That's something. Yeah, weird things wash ashore once in a while. Weird, wild stuff. Yes. Remember when medical waste would wash up on shore? You still hear about it every now and then, but that used the to be like... thermic needles. Yeah, that used to be like the running joke about why New Jersey sucks. Right. Like, yeah, your beaches have needles on it, man. Yeah, I, you don't see that anymore. Where did those come from? Uh, maybe the same uh, 
where these Garfield phones get? Yeah, I don't know. That'd be awesome if the Garfield phones start washing up at the Jersey Shore. I no. would start collecting them. Would you? And do what with them? Who wants a Garfield that doesn't work. phone? Right, but has been in the ocean for 30 years. Let me know I'd how find that goes. <laughs> a new bit. Sharks. What? Used Garfield phones, <laughs> water-soaked, that don't work. Yeah, I need to be passionate about the businesses I get, and I'm just not into 30-year-old Garfield phones in the middle of the ocean. Exactly. I'll pass. I'll pass. What do they say? I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I got nothing. I'm out, sharks. <laughs> hey, Jerry. I have two stories that are related to sexuality. Okay. Sexuality. A new study says eating nuts may improve men's sperm count. Nuts. This is the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. What kind of nuts? That's a real thing. Yes, it is. Researchers randomly assigned 98 healthy men, ages 18 to 35, to a nut or no-nut eating group. Okay. None of the men had known fertility problems. They each had them, they, they had them each eat half a cup of nuts a day. They mainly had almonds, walnuts, and hazelnuts. 14 weeks after the study began, the men who ate the nuts had more sperm and better sperm than the non-nut eaters. Now, are you a nut eater? I love cashews. Oh, a salted cashew, Jerry. Yeah. So you could still... My sperm are probably terrific. Have you ever checked it? No. I would love to. You should. I wish they could do a thing like, you know how you do um, either Ancestry.com or... Uh, what's the other one? The the other DNA website. You, you and me, one, two, three or something? Yeah, you and me, one, two, three. Where you do the swab of your cheeks. Yeah. And then you send that in. You can do that, actually. I would Right. No, you can do that. I would like to do it with my sperm. You can. You're just not with a swab. Well, I'm aware I can't swab my inner you cheek just... to get my sperm, Jerry. Correct. That would be... You do the... Well, I thought you meant because of your <laughs> DNA. It might oh. tell you what you are fertility oh, well, my sperm was. Count. So if you want to get your sperm count, there are yeah. different ways you can do this. I would love to do that, but I don't want to go into an office to do it. You know, you don't have to. You can do it by a mail. Oh, I'm sure the mailman's thrilled to picking up people's sperm. Just like that commercial for, for Colo, Cologar. Matter of fact, you can do it in your own house now. Sperm I can... count test. <laughs> what, do I dip like a litmus uh, type of thing in there? No. Uh, well, let me tell you. I'm going to look at it right. It's, All 40, right, it's 40 bucks. Okay. Is it and... a reputable company? doesn't have like a... A no, name it looks, that's... It looks well-packaged, i got to be honest. All right. Uh, Easy-to-use home test okay. for checking the concentration of sperm in your semen. Oh, perfect. You will find out in minutes. Minutes? true sperm... Yeah, well, what do you think? I don't know. Ship it off somewhere. No, 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 no. Uh, let's see. Best of all, performed in the privacy of your own home. Yes, yes, yes. Let's see. So they never collect it. Because that's the thing with the 23andMe and the Ancestry now. Right. You swipe your swab, you send it in, then someone in your family becomes a serial killer. They'll come looking for you because you have similar DNA. Uh, I suppose. That happened to the Golden State Killer. Or you can do, oh, no, this is at home, too. This is called Yo Sperm Test. <laughs> that I'm not, that's not reputable. <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> the, the website is yo, Y-O, yo. spermtest.com. Yeah, that I'm not doing. All right, I'm so taking you're out this on seriously. Uh, you could go to LabCorp and okay, drop off that, your semen. Okay, that's a real place. That's where I get blood work done. Yes, it's LabCorp. also uh, also known as seminal fluid analysis. I see, or seminal. All right, <laughs> seminal, <laughs> probably. So yes, yeah, uh, you would. Call, hmm. Oh, that's interesting. What's that? 
Hmm. It's collected on site. Awkward. Well, yeah. So you're not doing the deed at home and bringing it. Oh, I see. You're doing the deed there. There. And handing that over. So, yeah. Have you seen the commercials for this? Uh, if you don't want to go for a colonoscopy, you... Do a they, semen test instead? No, they have a test that you 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 um, go to the bathroom, number two. You swab it with a, like a pixie. Swab uh, it? You swab it Ugh. with uh, what looks like a... Like a um, like an ice cream uh, scooper? No, the, the 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 stick. Like if you eat an ice cream pop. Oh, okay. Stick, yeah, the yeah. wooden stick. Right. You smear it on a thing. You put it in the box, and the mailman comes gets it. No. There's no. <laughs> there's no way mailmen and mail women, mail carriers, if you will, want to be shipping boxes of smeared excrement to no. be tested. No, I would think not. Because you would... know people are not uh, careful. With putting that in the box correctly, washing their hands before they tape the box up. Yeah, no, I, I'm out. I'm out. I give you one here, mail. All right, daddy kit. That I don't want either. See, I don't but, want jokes. But it's this is not Lab a joke, court. and I'll tell you why. Because this is this is no joke. They give you everything you need to ship it. Okay, UPS. It kits ninety nine bucks. You collect it in the privacy of your own home. Right. And then you send it via UPS or FedEx, and it's temperature-controlled kit that they give you so that it stays alive and vital. And then they will then send you your report within 24 hours. I, I had an idea for a movie. or not sperm count? No, similar, though. Okay. An idea for a movie that could be on the ID channel. A guy who works at one of these DNA oh, co- like collecting labs. Yeah. Like he works at the place where you swab, like, hey, I swab my cheek. I want to see if I'm European. And right. I send it in. That guy who works there becomes a serial killer, but plants other people's DNA at the scene. Oh, boy. Dude, that's brutal. I'd love now, to get. Now you're freaking me out because you end up going to jail for nothing. Right. No I'd good. Lo- I'd love to get Stephen King if he's interested in partnering with me. That's all I'm giving him is that idea. And you then he'd he writes... be able to get the entire ejaculate into the tube. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a problem that they're, I'm looking at oh. the FAQs. Right. Well, they even say that when you go to the doctor, you get your physical and you have to give them a urine specimen. Yeah. Like people are, they don't know. Had well, it. Right in the cup. I never knew how women got it in the cup. Good aim. <laughs> it's a good thing you're not a woman. I always feel like I'm going to drop it. Like, at the end of it, I'm going to drop my cup. Right into the toilet. And then, like, now what? I went once for prostate stuff. Ooh. So I had to give, and I had to give a sample, a urine sample. Oh, okay. So I drank, like, 20 ounces of water. Yeah. Before uh, before I went. And you go there, and they like, take the cup, go in the bathroom, do what you have to do. And I'm, I must have sat there for 10 minutes. And they said, well, it didn't work out. So right. they gave me three bottles of water. Al, I sat there for an hour hour right and then finally when the time came couldn't stop it the flow it was like i filled up a cup of seven up crystal clear fluid to the top as brody would say pepsi clear yeah and then i had to dump some into the toilet right never comfortable those things they also tell you that the first when you give a urine sample the first uh few drops you shouldn't use is this true yeah well they also say with the semen specimen the first few shots yeah. are the most concentrated. Oh, so those you want to use. Yes. 
That I might, might do this. I'm not sending away for yo sperm count <laughs> or daddy o. But you'll do. But you'll go to LabCorp and you'll go into a room and watch porn on your phone. I'm not sure I'd do that either. Right. This is why yo sperm kit is probably <laughs> it. If I could do it at home, that'd be the best. I'm telling you right now, Most the idea. daddy kit one looks legit. Oh, I'm sure. Totally legit. And don't give it a goof name. Well, checkyoursperm.com was was taken. And finally, Jerry, I have one final story for you. Okay. I'm going to give you headline only, as I, this looks like a long article. All right. Study. The more porn you watch, the more likely you are to be bisexual. How's it worked out for you? You were telling me you love <laughs> porn the other day. Uh, I'm good. This is from X Hamster. That's another one of those websites. X Hamster? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. X Hamster. That's a porn site. X Hamster? It's like a uh, Pornhub. X Hamster. I've heard of Pornhub and RedTube. I've heard of those. So right? Those are fine. Yeah. X Hamster? The same thing. Come on. The study reveals that 22% of U.S. porn users are bisexual. How many? 22%? 22%. So that means 67% heterosexual, 4%, only 4% categorize themselves as gay or lesbian. All right. That's interesting. I don't believe that. You, you don't think 4% this... of gay or lesbian people sorry, Jerry. porn. I don't buy that. You're saying you don't believe the scientists at X hamster. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not know. All right. Listen, you can't trust all scientists. I suppose. Jerry, you the warm up program. That is, was pretty good. Is next. That was a good one today. Uh, so. Yep. You got to do the seat. Uh, goodbye. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Yeah, it might be, but it's pretty damn good, and we get it rolling right now on the fan. Al Dukes, it is a Wednesday. They call that what? Hump day. That's right. Here no we are. No idea why. Because uh, you get over the, It's like life. Like you're going to be, you're gonna be 50 this week. Right, happy birthday, Not by the way. Not this week, uh, September. Oh, okay, so like in a couple weeks. A couple so months. So happy birthday coming up in a couple of weeks. And so you'll be 50. That's like hump day for your life. Right. Once you hit 50, now you're rolling down the other side of the right. mountain. Because you're going to get to 100. Yes, I'm going to die on my birthday. At 100. At 100. In See, that's 20 weird. 69. That's, that's weird because now you have a day. Yeah, but I still have year uh, 2069. Yeah. That feels like... Hundred years from you now, you kind of know the day though. That's weird. that's fine. Yeah. I can get all my stuff in order. How are you going to feel in twenty sixty eight? Uh, I'll be like, well, it's one more year. <laughs> it's like one more year of turkey sandwiches, it's salmon. Like, like CC Sabathia going into his last year. Yes. Right now, it's like I got a whole season. I'll go on a tour. Talk to him in September. Right, it's like, almost mm. over. It's over. So yeah, hump day. Hump day. Yeah, like your birthday in three weeks. Got it. September. Uh, I'll be fifty. Fifty. Um. I follow a lot of breaking news on Twitter, Jerry. Uh, all of the big time writers. Uh, Where was the breaking news yesterday? The John Heymans of the world. Oh, Heyman. The um, Joel Shermans of the sure. world. The yep, baseball sure. world. The Smash Mouths of the world, Jerry. I like this, by the way. Smash Mouth, the '90s rock band. Yes. I guess the dude who runs his the Twitter account is the lead singer. He uh, was tweeting angry tweets about the San Francisco Giants. And Bryce Harper. Right. He wants them. I cut and pasted here to read. I don't know what he's talking about. Okay. Smash Mouth tweeted, We are hearing Giants ownership, upper management, might not be on the same page as Zaidi. Who's that, Jerry? They brought him over from the Dodgers. Regarding Harper. Right. They want to offer a long-term contract like they did with Bonds, and Zaidi does not want to. Right. 
step up. This is your team, not some slappies from the right. Dodgers. They brought him over for personnel decisions yeah. from the Dodgers, and he's pissed off that that's guy that got that that guy who's got Dodger blue in him is making. Although he's a giant now, is making the personnel decisions. And he's not pulling the trigger on Bryce Harper. Smash Mouth. They did. Hey, now you're, you're an, an all star. Yes. Get your game on. What else they do? They had a couple other ones. They I had can't a couple. Remember. Somebody wants. That's a good one. Can you play that on the guitar? I cannot. I'm not a guitar player. On the piano. Uh, nope. No, not learning Smash Mouth songs, Jerry. This they would, suck. This would be like if the Mets brought over the GM from the Nationals. Right. And they wanted to go get Aaron Judge. Right. And the former GM of the Nationals, who is now running the Mets, was like, nah. It would be just like that if then Gin Blossoms were they, angry about it on Twitter. Or Billy Joel. Right. He's at least from New York. Yeah. Remember, didn't we have the Gin Blossoms at one of the Memorial Day shows? We did. Right? Yeah. As they at have, DJs in Belmar. Uh, yes, we had Gin right? Blossoms at DJs in Belmar. I remember we had a trailer. That was kind of Oh, cool. yeah. They were they were terrific. They ever got a lot of great songs. Uh, they were terrific, but they didn't play their yeah. popular songs till the end. Uh, that's fine. I didn't say it wasn't fine. I'm I, fine with that. But they didn't play the popular songs till the end. Uh, I also started following Spin Doctors to see what their take on NFL free agency is. And what they say. Well, nothing yet, but I'm hoping for breaking news. I once got suspended at my for one of my former jobs for not playing the Spin Doctors. Spin Doctors? You refused? I kind of skipped over them every day. I didn't like, think it fit the format. It's enough of the Spin Doctors. Right. Uh, Eddie always gets them confused. Like when I play one of those songs coming back, he'll he'll say, we have a saying, uh, a phrase in there. He'll look at me and go, gins or spins? How often does this happen? Well, every two. Well, Eddie thinks most of the music sounds like gins or spins. Got it. So one of them, Jerry. Hmm. Hmm. What else you got? Hmm. I was mainly going to do that with different band jokes All for morning. 12 minutes. Got it. <laughs> uh, Bengals season ticket holder, Jerry, is suing... The team in the stadium where the Bengals play. Ones are what Guns N' Roses thought of that. He slipped on a cleaning, cleaned up vomit. How is it cleaned up? Well, it's still there. I guess they have a remnants of vomit. No, what they have is like when at stadiums, when people vomit, I guess it happens so often that they have this uh, this material that they put down that soaks up the vomit. It's like a, like a cat litter type of right looking thing. So someone vomited in the bathroom at the Bengals game, and they threw down the thing. But then I guess they're supposed to clean it up, and then it soaks up the vomit. You take it all, take it all away. Yeah. They didn't clean it up. He slipped, destroyed his shoulder, reconstructive surgery on his shoulder from. Well, then they should pay for it. Slipping on vomit. I'm okay with that. How much would you sue them for? Oh, How many millions of dollars? I would just talk to Salino and Barnes and see what they recommend. They're injury attorneys. And yeah, and I had been an injured shoulder. Right. Have you slipped on vomit? Call Salino and Barnes. Millions of dollars for Al Dukes. Absolutely. Well, you got to sue for like $50 million because then, you know, they'll cut it down once you get to court. I see. So go for guts and glory go, yeah. and settle for security. Yeah. Settle for just a cool mill. It's a pretty good slogan right there. But that story, it's got to be some story when your friends come to visit you in uh, the hospital for your dislocated shoulder. You slipped on vomit? Oh, I slipped on vomit. How'd you do that? I uh, walked into the bathroom at the Bengal Stadium, slipped on vomit, shattered my shoulder. You, you make it sound glorious, Al. And I don't know why now every year, Jerry, we go, like, the sports networks decide on the latest retiring player who they're going to be like, we've got to get him in the booth because of the success of Tony Romo. We saw this with Jason Witten. Everyone was going after Jason Witten. Yeah. For what? Both now, that well. 
Greg Olson's the new. All right, Greg Olson we've had on the program, though. Yeah, he's all right. Now, no, I don't know why you would spend massive amounts of money yeah. on him, but I could see pursuing him. Yeah. But the fact that you would come into a bidding war for him, a bidding that war. I don't get. I don't get that. Fox and ESPN. Yeah. I like that CBS is you, not in this bidding war. They're like, Greg Olson. Have you ever watched a game because of the announcers? Honestly. Uh, or no. do you watch the game because you're interested in the game? Like, I will this say, is what I don't get about it. I watch the game because I'm interested in the game. I have been annoyed at the low-level announcers that they put on some games. And that's fine. But I don't Ibu, think Ibu. if the, let's say, because you're a phony Cowboy fan yes. from when you were a child. Oh, yeah. Big let's fan. say the Cowboys are, whatever, 12-1 and one going to Week 15, oh. and they're taking on an 11-2 and two Broncos team. I'm just throwing that out there. Do you care who the announcers are? Or are you into the game? I'm into the game, but I do care if they if they stink. But are you not going? Are you going to turn the game no. off if you don't like the announcers? Nope. Are you going to turn the volume up and listen more intently to the announcers because you think they're good? No. Are you really into the game? That's so. I understand you want guys to be good in the booth. Yeah. But the notion that it really ruins or brings more eyeballs to the set is just not true. I'll tell you, it makes when I hear Troy Aikman, Joe Buck, when I hear Romo Nance, game. I feel like. I, I got to watch this. I agree. But you're still going to watch the game regardless. It's kind of like when you had Summerall and Madden. You knew it was a big game if Summerall and Madden were doing the game. If I hear Greg Olson's on a call, Jerry, I am in front of my television. <laughs> you're not going to care. I do find it fun some weeks, like especially early on in the season, where you'll see like uh, Romo and Nance getting some game, and you're like, really? This is the, the big game of the week? Titans-Jaguars. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, wow, this schedule this week must have been horrible. Better they didn't know what these teams were when they scheduled yes. it. That is true. That yeah. is true. Gets it's why you got to wait till like week 10 before you really know what's right. going on. Week 10, Jerry. Week 10. And some of the Portland Trailblazers, including Enos Cantor. Enos. Got stuck in an elevator. They did. For 30 minutes. Yes. And they had some fun with it. Really tall men in an elevator. We have some audio. Of the elevator stuck? Of the thing? guys in the elevator. Okay. Jay, wake your ass up. I didn't move, Jay. You can hear the workers trying to open the elevator. And then... We stuck! (laughs) We stuck! (laughs) That's one of the guys in the elevator. The video is great because they look exhausted. They don't look frightened. They look like they're they're having fun. They don't look nervous. Here's why they don't look nervous. From what I could tell in the video, and I can't tell by any of the stories I read, they weren't suspended on like... The 93rd floor or the 50th floor. It looks like they were in between the basement and the first floor. And they just couldn't get the elevator open. And when they finally... Now, it still has got to be... If you're claustrophobic, it's still an issue. But when they get the elevator open, the floor level was like maybe two feet up. So they had to hop up and get out. But it seemed like they were going from level one to two. So I don't know how frightened... To me, have you ever been in the second elevator here? Yes. Okay, so have I. And to me, if you're stuck between level six and seven, you are freaked out that the cable is going to snap right. and you're gone. They didn't have that issue. Although I think but like with, stuck. with the basketball, I always start eyeballing like how could I get out of the top of the elevator if I were stuck? For, yes. Where basketball players are so tall, they just reach up and push the that is ceiling in and climb right out. We stuck! <laughs> Hello? <laughs> yes, exactly. What's going on? We stuck! <laughs> Then I also start thinking, what do I have to urinate? What's my game plan? You hope someone's got a bottle. No, no. Like if I'm in there by myself. You just do it. In a corner? 
What are you going to do? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. These you, are things I think about. You're stuck in an elevator. What else are you doing? Because I watched Die Hard. He went right out the top of the elevator and then climbed the cables. That is very true. So I've thought about having to do that. Right. Climb the cables? Climb the cables. You up. wouldn't have it in you. Jerry, you get superhuman strength when you're stuck. You? I'd be climbing the rope like I was in gym class. Please pee here. <laughs> Why would you have ever said that? All right, we do have to take a break. I don't know. Uh, we've got JJ joining us in JJ. just a moment. Yes. We stuck! Uh, coming up next on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, perhaps. Uh, here we go. A couple more minutes to the top. Hey, the Knicks won again, even though they tried to lose. What's up, Al? So Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jerry, he's auctioning off lots of his this cool is a good man. memorabilia. And we all thought, oh, as soon as we were like, Kareem's in trouble, needs cash. That's not true. Not true, Jerry. No. He wants to give opportunity to the children. Yes, good for him. This is what he said, Jerry. Instead of gazing at the sparkle of jewels or gold plating celebrity. Oh, hold on, Jerry. I read you that screwed wrong. this up already? Here's what he's saying. We're he pros. doesn't want to stare at his memorabilia. I'd rather look into the delighted face of a child holding their first caterpillar. Caterpillars are not interesting. <laughs> Neither is this segment. <laughs> That's not true, Jerry. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar giving away his rings. Giving All away. Right. And you game-used balls, sneakers. Which is very nice. Very nice. What would you bid on that? Let's say that was at the booming celebration. What would you? What would well, you? Well, I'm bid? not a big uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar fan. But so, you remember Billy guy? No, you bought I'm not a cowboy a, helmet once. I did. I was drunk and uh, <laughs> I paid eight hundred dollars for a Troy Aikman. You, you're gonna bid on an African safari this year. The signatures even <laughs> smeared on the Troy Aikman one. Signatures, I find a funny thing. And Jerry, Yankees baseball oh, is back, and that means so are Yankees tickets, individual tickets, are on sale now. 